Today we continue our monthly homiletic series on the Mass for the year of the Eucharist in St. Joseph with a look at the Lord's Prayer and the Rite of Peace. One of the most recognized commentaries on the Lord's Prayer is in the form of a letter written by St. Augustine to a wealthy Roman widow named Proba in the fourth century. Proba, preparing to enter the church and be baptized, wrote to Augustine as her bishop, asking how she ought to pray. In his response, he explains that a proper interior condition for prayer should be, what a proper in interior condition for prayer should be, and then extracts proba that the purpose of private prayer is to help in the attainment of a blessed life. Augustine breaks down the petitions in the prayer taught us by our Lord in his Sermon on the Mount, helping us to understand why this is the most perfect form of prayer. The Lord's Prayer contains the praise and petitions that prayer requires. A person is free to express the same sentiments in other words if desired, but not to ask for anything that is either contrary to or beyond the scope of the Lord's Prayer. Other forms of prayer should be inspired by its spirit. In this prayer, we are not attempting to instruct our Lord or to prevail upon him. Our words are to remind ourselves to consider carefully what we are asking to ponder all of God's promises made to us in his loving mercy. And so we pray, and Augustine explains, Our Father, who art in heaven. By virtue of our birth, we each had an earthly mother and father that we might be born to labors and to death. We are blessed to serve our Lord while on earth such that we may gain eternal life. But through our faith, we have found other parents, God our Father and the church our mother, by whom we are born unto eternal life. Let us consider whose children we have begun to be and live as one who has such a Father in heaven. What a privilege and blessing we are given to be invited to call our Creator, Abba, Father. Hallowed be thy name. We ask him that his name may be hallowed in us, for it is always and always has been holy. <laughs> it is for us, not God, that we pray. We are not wishing well to God, to whom nothing bad can ever happen, but we wish, we implore for what good, for what is good for ourselves, that his holy name be sanctified in us and by our actions, that that which is always holy may be hallowed in us and through our actions. <clears throat> Thy kingdom come, certainly regardless of what we ask 
or what we wish. His kingdom reigns. God's kingdom is eternal. It, has, it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. Here again we pray for ourselves, not for God, for his kingdom will come when he comes back himself. And then he will judge all. And he shall set some on the right and some on the left. We pray that when his kingdom comes, we shall be placed on his right. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In this third petition, again, we wish well for ourselves, just as the angels and righteous praise God and live his will in heaven. We pray that we too may do the same on earth. Our spirit is in heaven and flesh is earth. As our spirit is renewed by believing, so may our flesh be renewed by rising again. Give us this day our daily bread. Having offered our petitions to the Father that we may live according to his plan for us, we now present our earthly, our temporal needs. God has promised us a kingdom. We ask that he not deny us the means of subsistence during our pilgrimage on earth. Certainly we have basic needs food, clothing, shelter, and we need the means to obtain them, health, sound mind, and skills. We pray God grants these to us day in and day out. But our daily bread also consists of being fed at the altar, at his altar, both in the word of God and the bread of eternal life. We need our Lord both in word and sacrament while on this earth, to sustain us spiritually and to help us to reach eternal life. Once we attain that eternal life and join in the kingdom of God, we no longer need the daily bread for our body or for our soul. We will be fed by the complete presence of our Lord for eternity. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We certainly understand this act of contrition combined with a self-imposed penance. If we desire and hope for God's mercy, we too must be merciful to those who have acted less than charitable toward ourselves. Lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. When sin entered into the world, so too did temptation along with our internal concupiscence. God does not lead us into the kind of temptation whereby we are deceived and seduced. That is the role of Satan. However, God will allow us to be tempted in what Augustine refers to as a proving he quotes from Deuteronomy, For the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you really love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. He did so for Job. 
That is a true test of our faith and what Christ is pointing us to and offering us these words of prayer. Do we truly and fully love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself, as Jesus instructs us in the Gospels? At Mass, following the Lord's Prayer, we have the rite of peace. The priest offers his peace to us and we return it to him. Then the deacon proposes, let us offer each other another sign of, each other as the sign of peace. Recently I read a reflection by a Benedictine monk about how a fellow monk maintained happiness even during his life of great difficulty. His secret speaks to the meaning of offering peace to one another. Open hands. He said, when your hands are open, you can give and freely receive with God and with those you care about. When your hands are open, you are then open to what really matters and is meaningful in life. But when your hands are fist, then you're just fighting against God and life. When your arms and hands are crossed, you are just being stubborn, never giving or receiving. Let us approach our Lord in prayer and each other in peace with open hands and arms. May the peace of the Lord be with you and remain with you always.